Hey, everybody. I'm Gayla Zos. Welcome to episode number 16 of the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. This week is a Marketing 101 week, which means that I'll be interviewing someone I know who offers marketing-related products, services, or advice. The goal here is for you to learn the basics, how to be a smart buyer, and how to be able to figure out whether these products or services or advice may be the right fit for your business. In this episode, I talked to Lee Williams, the owner of Amaranth Designs, a company that specializes in graphic design, branding, and website development. Lee has been on the Simple Marketing Academy podcast before. I've known her for, oh my gosh, practically 20 years, and she is a frequent collaborator of mine. Before she went out on her own as a graphic designer, Lee worked as a creative director in an ad agency. So in this episode, she talks about what she did in that role and how a creative director might be helpful to your business. Let's listen in. Welcome to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. If you're a budget-conscious small business owner who wants to learn more about marketing, join us weekly as Simple Marketing Academy founder Gayla Zoes helps you make sense of today's mind-boggling array of marketing options. So sit back, relax, and get ready to cut through the confusion because the Simple Marketing Academy podcast is starting now. Hello, everybody. Gayla Zoes here with the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. And today we have a real treat. Joining me is Lee Williams. She is the owner of Amaranth Designs, and she's going to talk about what it means to be a creative director and what that can teach all of us small business owners about marketing. Lee, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. All right. Before we dive into our topic, lessons from a creative director, uh, let's start off with a little background info about you. The people here in Middle Tennessee mostly know you as a graphic designer, but they may not realize that you once worked as a creative director in an ad agency. So tell us about your background and what a creative director does. Well, I go way back to the age of nine when I actually decided I wanted to be a designer. I was awarded a scholarship to the Toledo Museum of Art for art lessons every Saturday. So I continued those lessons through high school, and that's really what fueled my passion for creating. Uh, I then earned a bachelor's degree in fine arts with a major in graphic design and marketing. And then I pursued my design career in a corporation and became the communications manager for their design department. And then I later worked as a creative director for an advertising agency uh, and then later pursued my dream of developing my own design business, Amaranth Designs, which I established in 2000. And we specialize in full service project execution, brand and corporate identity and strategy, websites, digital solutions, um, really anything that has to do with uh, branding, or marketing visuals. Uh, when I was at, at, when I worked at the agency as a creative director, um, it was pretty fast paced, and I really have a hard time visualizing business owners being able to handle that unless they have plenty of people to to help. It's just it's a pretty rigorous job because you've got all these moving parts. Um, 
so my position as a creative director within the agency, uh, I handled a team of designers and artists. And basically, it was my job to plan concepts for our customers, which included layouts and visuals for print and digital messaging. And our creative group created and maintained the vision for our customers' companies, products and services and brands. So my job was to oversee the team and collaborate with vendors like photographers to turn the ideas and messages into visuals. So it was, it's really managing a, a lot of bits and pieces and moving, moving parts for not just one customer, but multiple customers. So what were some of the things that you did? Um, well, we did a lot of brainstorming, you know, collectively as a group, because uh, it's been my experience that really you get the best out of in terms of creativity if you have brainstorms. And so, you, you know, collectively you come up with ideas that you would probably not think of individually. So one of my responsibilities was to come up with the creative. And like I said, it was typically a collaboration. Uh, and then after the creative direction was established, then it was my job with the designers to approve photography, artwork, graphics, and designs. Um, it was my job to make sure that those creative ideas were executed uh, and created um, within any, it just depended on where we were at within any given project, but sometimes it included logo development, brand guidelines, the whole visual brand elements. Um, another part of the job was to meet and there's typically in agencies, there's a, a, um, an account executive. And so you would typically go to meetings together and I would present the creative and he would talk about costs and things like that. But, but I still had to put costs together for, uh, for all the creative. So I would present work, we would present costs. And then after that was approved, then we would manage, you know, getting the job done. So one of my jobs was to keep projects on budget and deadline. And uh, so that, that's kind of in a nutshell, a lot of what I did. It was, it, was, it was a great job, but it was hectic. And really, that's what I still do. You know, the, the, that, that job really translates into what I do as a business owner now. Uh, and I just continue to do those services for my customers. I think that that what you're describing as the role of a creative director inside of an agency, that is exactly what you're bringing to the table for each of your individual clients. And, and that the collaboration that happens when you're in an agency environment in the work that you do today, instead of having people internally to go to, you're reaching out to other small business owners like me, like, like it could be a videographer, it could be a commercial writer, it could be a strategist, it could be anybody. Right. So, so basically what you're describing is a way to give small business owners access to the power 
of an agency, all that talent in one place, but but you're assembling that through a network of collaborators who each have their own business. That's right. Yeah. And that's really powerful because it just multiplies for you and I have collaborated for years. And yeah, I mean what you bring what you're what you bring in terms of experience and and doing pretty much the same thing on your end in terms of developing the message and and social media, all of that, you know, you you're very similar. All all the people that I collaborate with, you know, that form a team are have done, you know, there's they're self starters, they they're business owners, they understand, they they can they contribute on a more holistic sense. You know, they they understand they're not just working in a silo where they're developing copy for, you know, a particular project. They they understand the whole picture. And so yeah, to me it's it's the best of all possible worlds because you get you get people that have been you know, these talented people that have been do- doing this for years and years. And so we look for people that are, that have the same values as we do that, that really want to work hard for the customer and, and have those qualities. So, uh, you know, really what we get is a, an amazing team. And that team comes at a much lower price point than you would pay if you were hiring an agency to do the work for you because someone like you or someone like me, we have uh, much lower overhead than a big agency. And so for a cash-strapped or budget-conscious entrepreneur or small business owner, there's a lot, you get more value when you're working with this this um, collection of independent contractors than you would if you go to an agency. That's right. It's it's a great it's a great way to do business. The other thing that that is really wonderful about it is when you have people that are on your staff that you're paying, you're going to keep them busy. You you need to keep. I mean, that's just a good business, and so you keep them busy regardless of whether or not they have expertise in in a given uh, subject matter. Like for instance, writing. Uh, you know, you can really hone in on on a specialist within a given company's needs. So you really do get the best of all possible worlds in terms of creating this A-team. Think back to your years as a creative director and compare that to now. Has the role of a creative director changed since you worked in an agency? Yeah, definitely. There's, there's really more specialists, I think. There's, there's more to it than there used to be. I think, you know, now you've got people that specialize in, you know, research because analytics are so important. Uh, you know, you've got graphic designers, you have web specialists, you have uh, SEO experts, you've got people that, that make good decisions on how you should distribute your message yeah, it's very, very specialized. So that, that has changed. When, when might a small business owner or someone who's doing marketing for a small business need the services of a creative director? I think one of the things that probably 
sort of bubble to the surface is the fact that there's just too many moving parts and that maybe things are getting dropped or your continuity or your consistency is, is not like it should be. Uh, and so it results in a less effective uh, message. And so I think when, when it's just a huge job to handle, unless you have somebody that's earmarked for that within your company, uh, I, I, like I said at the beginning, I can't imagine somebody trying to take that on. It's just, uh, even, I know you place ads for people, even, even things like keeping the schedules straight would be very difficult for a business owner, I would think. Yeah. On top of everything else that they right. have to do to deliver on their value proposition, whether it's a product, a service or advice of some kind. Well, and, and then they have to make decisions on things that they don't, that they're not really necessarily that knowledgeable about. And so that's kind of a problem. It's not that they can't learn it, but it's, it's a whole nother profession. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and a person who is, who is constraining themselves to one thing at a time, you know, delivering great customer service or doing whatever it is that their business is delivering, they're really not going to have the time to do this on their own. So if one of our listeners is looking for a creative director who can see the need to have someone to manage these projects, what are the options for finding one that, that, that don't involve hiring an agency? And what are the pros and cons of each of those? Well, I would say, again, do your homework. And first, you could start looking around on the internet, look at companies that have really amazing uh, brand visuals and, and are, are successful. That's a good place to start because then you know what, what works, you know, visually. Uh, I would, I'm always, I'm a strong proponent of referrals because you can actually talk to the person that's been using the service and they can tell you it's a shortcut to things that have worked, things that didn't work. And, and so you can then talk to that person and, and you sort of know the backstory and it's a really a good starting point. The other thing I would say is you don't have to jump in with both feet necessarily. You can start out by trying somebody out on a project basis and see how it works, see how the chemistry is, see how, you know, you communicate and then go from there to commit to a full blown brand strategy or huge projects without knowing whether or not you're going to work well together is a little bit risky, I think. I would agree. And I would also add that, um, a creative director is going to be a good creative director is going to be willing to collaborate with, with these other professionals to bring in others as needed. Like for instance, you might have a client who needs brand language or um, some kind of marketing strategy. So you would bring me in on that project. Mm -hmm. I might have a client who needs a visual brand identity, who needs um you know, a suite of collateral who needs maybe a website and I would bring you in on that project. So I think that 
looking for a creative director who is who is willing to bring in the the the, the talent that's needed is going to be a big part of a person's success. Right. The other thing too is even when you're just first talking with somebody, uh, some people just kind of want to work on a project. They want to do one-off kind of uh, projects. I know just from my own experience, I want to know the whole story. I want to know what's, you know, what, what people's plans are, what their goals are, you know, what they've done in the past. Do they have brand guidelines, all of those things that are in play. I want to know the whole picture because I can do the best job as a creative director if I know what the whole story is to date and where they want to go and how I can help them. And so it's a more holistic approach to, you know, the design and telling a company's story. That's a great point. And I, I, I find the same is true in my work with clients. Now, Somebody might come to me and say, hey, I need you to write copy for an ad, or I need you to write copy for my website. And I can do that. But if I don't know who their audience is, what their story is, if I don't know what they want to accomplish, if I don't know where they've been and what things they never want to do again because they were so they worked out so poorly the first time, if I don't understand that context, I can't be the consultant that I need to be in order to deliver the best possible outcome. And I think that's, that, that's consulting skill that is what you're talking about. That's something that is often overlooked when people are thinking about hiring outside help for marketing. Right. It's, it's really, it sounds kind of dramatic, but it's, it's heartbreaking when you develop a, a say, a, just a simple flyer for a company uh, they, they don't, they didn't necessarily disclose much more than that they needed a flyer. And then down the road, you see that it had really no relation to maybe another piece of material collateral or whatever it is that they've done. And it's because I'm concerned about companies' brands even if I'm not the one that originated them, I still always want to know about brand guidelines and never deviate from that uh, because that's my job is to be cognizant of brands and how my work is going to fit in with their overall brand. So uh, yeah, it's, it's important to be able to see the big picture, even from the get-go. And, and sometimes when you have small business owners who are who are super focused on cost and yes many of us need to be focused on cost until the revenue starts coming in and then we need to continue to be prudent however that obsessive focus on cost and always looking for the cheapest solution that that will hurt you in the long run because th- you will end up um, suboptimizing your end result, you, you will spend a little bit of money to do this one little thing, but it doesn't fit within a larger strategy because maybe you don't have a larger strategy. You haven't really thought that far because you've been so focused on saving money. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, and in the end, most, most of the time they have to double back and redo it anyway, because it doesn't fit. It doesn't relate to anything and it hasn't been thought through. 
most designers can come up with a, an attractive, aesthetically pleasing piece of literature or, you know, image or whatever that is that you're developing, but that doesn't really necessarily get the job done. You need more information and you need to have focus on, you know, where the business wants to go. And I think trust is a big part of this too. And that's, that's why the relationship is so important. If, if you're a small business owner and you're working with someone like you or someone like me, but you have in your head what you want someone like you or someone like me to do, then you're not taking full advantage of all of the creative horsepower that someone like me or someone like you could bring to the table and, and you become an order taker, basically. And yeah. that is sub-optimizing for sure. Right, it is. And you're not, you're not really getting what you're paying for on any level. Uh, a lot of times, logos in particular are interesting because it's a good thing to do some homework and research on logos and what you like and what you don't like about other people's logos or their materials or, you know, their, basically their brand suite. But when I start a logo project, I always ask people to at least let me do three logos for them that, you know, after I've gathered the information and, and gotten what I think is enough for me to get started, uh, I just ask them to just let me do the logos. And then if they still want to go back to what they had envisioned, then I will do that. But yeah, to just tell somebody to do this and do that from a creative standpoint, it's sort of a dead ender from the very beginning. It just really doesn't work from a creative standpoint. You don't get the best out of the design or the designer. So let's boil this down for our listeners, Lee. What is the most important thing that a small business owner or a marketing person needs to know about using a creative director? I would say look for talent and experience. The experience is, is where the creative direction comes in. Anybody that has uh, a pretty good background and experience will just automatically pretty much be a creative director. Second thing I would say is look for chemistry. I think everybody can feel it and know it when, when you meet somebody and it either works or it doesn't. You know, you either talk like you've been friends forever and understand each other or it's a little more awkward. So chemistry is important. Um, I would say disclose budget because if, if you talk to somebody that's a creative director and what you want them to do is a lot, wear a lot of different hats and uh, handle a lot of different things, then it's very important for them to know what kind of budget you're talking about. And then fourth, I would just say communicate that both ways because the i think the the um the point of developing a relationship like this is to have it last for a long time because when it does it's much easier for both parties i've got customers that i've had for 20 years that now can call and you know they tell me what they need and i can just do it because I've done so many of their projects. So it becomes very easy for both parties, really. 
And easy in that long-term relationship usually means cheaper because you've got that, long, that long-term relationship. You understand everything about the brand, their goals, their objectives, their story, their audience, and you can produce those things they need faster, which is one good reason to have a long-term relationship with a, a graphic designer or a creative director. That's right. Lee, if somebody is interested in learning more about what you do or would like to work with you, how can they get in touch with you? They can go to my website at amaranthdesignsllc.com. And I've got contact information and portfolio on my website. That's a good way to get in touch with me. That sounds good. Lee, thank you so much for joining me today on the show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Simple Marketing Academy podcast. If you enjoyed the show, why not leave a review? It's easy to do on whatever app you use to listen. We would love your feedback. And speaking of feedback, if there's a topic you'd like us to address on the podcast, let us know. Just drop us an email at info at simplemarketing.academy. The Simple Marketing Academy podcast will be back next week with more straight talk about marketing your small business. See you there.